Welcome to the Human Habit Podcast, where we bring you insights into everyday human behavior and help you to change your habits, change your life and transform yourself. I'm your host and brother, Ibrahim Salaman, the Human Habit Guy, a street scientist in the school of everyday life. Thank you for listening. Enjoy the podcast. A'udhu billahi minash shaitan rajeem. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Alhamdulillah rabbil alameen. Wa salatu wa salam ala rasulullah. Rabbi shrahli sadri wa sirli amri wa ahlal uqtatan min lisani yafqaw qawli ama ba'd. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh Alhamdulillah Rabbil Alameen All praise and all thanks due to Allah Hi everyone, I hope you are good and well and good health and imam of faith Inshallah And Alhamdulillah Rabbil Alameen In today's episode I've got a special guest My brother, my dear brother And coach, football coach And a passionate football coach Abdurrahman Hassan Who's a PE teacher And a professional football coach At Sheffield Wednesday And he's got his own in football coaching business as well, mashallah. Excel to success, mashallah. I get that right. <laughs> I always say excellent, but it's excel even better, <laughs> mashallah. And today he's kindly and come to share his life story and experience and share with us his knowledge and wisdom and so far his life, inshallah. And he's a great teacher. So he's always happy to share. <laughs> and alhamdulillah. So without further ado, I welcome you, Abdurrahman. Welcome to the Human Habit Podcast. Thank you, Ibrahim. I'm, I'm a big fan of your of your podcast and I, I, I listen to it regularly when I'm going to work. So I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> <laughs> Mashallah. Soon you'll be listening to your own self. Inshallah. Now, thanks a lot. I really appreciate you coming and I really... And what I like, there's a lot of things I like about you, of course. I could mention them, but I'll probably take the whole episode. <laughs> Mashallah. But I was just wanted to share, like, what I like about you is, like, where you are interested, your passion. Like, you can just see through you whenever we meet in Tesco or outside or anywhere outside the messages or anywhere in the street. We always talk for a long time, you know. Yeah, 100%. So today it would be good to um, pick your brain and shall also share and other people to learn and from your experience, inshallah. So, first question is, why did you want to become a football coach and a PE teacher? Is there a story or an experience or someone who inspired you? Yeah, so, um, it's a great question, Brian. So, my first introduction to coaching, I, I didn't want to become a coach whatsoever. I didn't even, there was no interest whatsoever. So, I went to college in Longy Park and I was doing business level three. And long story short, I didn't, didn't like the teacher at one point. And we, didn't, <laughs> we didn't get on. Um, and um, yeah, she didn't let me continue the, the, the process of, of, of being a business person at, at that time. Um, so I then applied to do sports. Um, and while I was doing sports, and we used to play this five-a-side football night on Concord. Um, and then one day I didn't have my uh, my gear. So I and I had some jeans and some trainers on. Where, and the lad who was running it from Chef Wednesday Community Programme was like, oh, you know, why'd you come and ref? You know, and he got me involved straight away and... I refed it and, and before you know, he was like, oh, do you want to, you know, did you enjoy that? Do you want to come back next week? And, and I was like, yeah, why not? I'll come and he goes. And then before you know, I was volunteering with for Chef Wednesday Community Programme twice a week, um, which then led to me having three hours a week of, of paid work while I was in college for my first and second year. Mm-hmm. And that then continued to enhance my, um, you know, for, for what to mention as well, I was doing sports development with coaching. So it was a vital experience for my course at the time. Um, so yeah, you're all interlinked. So that's how it all started, and yeah, it was accidental. Um, I'll say. 
So you kind of accidentally stumbled upon a passion. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which is a good thing. Yeah, 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 definitely. <laughs> you know, also, it's to see, you know, as Muslims, we believe in the qadr or the degree, you know, we're still destined. Yeah. So sometimes, because we, you don't know what, what, what the fortune holds for you. Yeah. You sometimes, like, now that door closed. 100%, you know, yeah. That teacher, and like, that, obviously, you and the teacher not getting along. <laughs> yeah, 100%. 100%. I, then, I think qadr is, is massive. And, yeah, yeah. And it's suddenly... You know, Allah opened the door for me, so... Yeah, mashallah, yeah. that's good. Um, so, what did you want it to become when you were a kid, and why? Um, so, based on that, that I did business law. Yeah, was it business? Yeah, I was thinking, yeah, is it business? I, I, I really wanted to do my own business. So, I remember when I was year ten, year nine. You know, I, you, every time everyone used to say, oh, "I want to be, I want to become a doctor, or do engineering, and all that." I always wanted to do my uh, do my own business, and mm. I didn't know specifically what. I wanted to just have my own business and have my own logos and yeah. I, I was into the graphic design um, a course that we used to do in, in school as well yeah. uh, so enterprise business is what I wanted to do yeah. so I knew exactly what course I wanted to do where I wanted to go and like I said um, obviously doing that business um, in Bromley yeah. Park wasn't the best experience <laughs> and yeah. to be fair I don't think I liked the course itself it, it didn't represent what I wanted to do so like you said I had a massive yeah, say in it, so. so yeah, yeah so, you, so you was like business minded person in with from a young age yeah and so, okay like you were saying mm-hmm. yeah what are the good and bad aspects of being a coach or PE teacher as well like because you do PE teaching full time yeah right? yeah so um, so currently obviously doing um, my full time job is, is being a PE teacher in a primary school yeah um, so I'm in charge of the whole curriculum and and designing and delivering PE and doing after school clubs and all that stuff. Yeah. So there's different challenges within that, but also my football coaching kind of in line, in lines together um, in terms of at the end of the day, the kids, and which I'm trying to teach them sports and maybe the academy lads a bit more elite because, you know, they're in an elite environment, but with, with the with the primary school kids is more um, of you know, getting them to be better in, in their physical literacy at the end yeah. of the day and be a better per, you know, people who can move and hopefully that they don't have to worry about um, mobility issues as they, as they get older and stuff so that's what we're looking for I'm, I'm looking for in terms of the, the primary school stuff my PE element yeah um, but yeah what are some of the like um, hardest personal challenges you've ever faced and how did you overcome that was that one of them or was the other one yeah yeah I've got another one it's, it's, uh, you know me and Brian had a little conversation <laughs> before and I was just telling him one or two stories and um, one of them is, is like I said to you is, is the FA one so um, to be a football coach you have to you have to do qualifications that are different to what you do in school or college mm. so um, so I've done my level one in 2014 um, again, that was accidental. Uh, two people dropped out of a course. Yeah. And Sheffield Wednesday were community guy, Matt Bray, who's now at Leicester. Um, and he was like, oh, Abdi, do you want to come and... While well, I was volunteering, do you want to come and do this course? I've got two people dropped out. And if you've got a friend, you can come with you. I said, 100%. So me and a lad called Ahmed, who was in, from Broomhall, we went down to do this course. And yeah, um, yeah it all started from that side of yeah. it. Because so I've, yeah, so I've done the level one then, and then that then led to me doing the level two. When I've completed my level two um, with the Sheffield FA, I had a year, a half, maybe two years of, of going, you know, coaching on the grass. And a lady called Julie, I don't want to say her second name. Um, you know, wrote, you know, I've got this. When you do your courses, they give you an action plan of, of where you want to go and what you need to do to get to there. Yeah. And my action plan were to, to you know, let's say, do five. 30 coaching sessions or whatever you know or do this or do that in order for you to get to the next course yeah. so when I went on to the next course I, I couldn't I didn't get in and 
you know, I have to put a complaint in based on because the conversation I had with Julie were because of my age, I couldn't get on this course. And I was like, well, you can't, you can't discriminate me based on because of my age. And mm. um, so we had a proper, um, after, you know, long story short, ended up putting a complaint in, um, putting, speaking to different people from the FA and people from Chef Wednesday for, on a bigger role. Um, and because of that door were closed from the Sheffield FA, I ended up going to doing the course with the FA, which is the, the step above. Yeah. So again, like you said before, I've had a massive say in it. So yeah. Alhamdulillah, I've, I've done the course with, with the FA um, and it connected with a lot more people and a lot more doors were open based on because of that. So yeah, yeah so, so that, that was my biggest, challenge. Yeah, that was my biggest challenge, especially yeah. like I was 19, 20 coming through. Yeah. Um, and, and yeah, I never faced any anything like that before in my journey and, yeah. and that was a big like I could have you know easily just said I'm not doing it anymore because people could have put you off yeah, yeah, yeah. it could have really put me off but it actually made me work even harder and speak to the people and have the you know put complaints in and speak to different people and get some advice and stuff so yeah yeah so, to, so that was the like yeah that I would say so because you was young as well isn't yeah, it like you said yeah. you're 18, 19 yeah 18, 19 and you've yeah. never faced the kind of like rejection yeah, or yeah. somebody stopping you for that yeah yeah yeah, yeah definitely Ibrahim yeah that's good yeah so how do you handle stress and failure then so is that like how did you handle that like um, that period obviously I think you gotta as a person you gotta and this is me speaking yeah, you know course, yeah. um, I think as a person you gotta know where do you wanna go and like I know where I want to go at the yeah. end of the day, no yeah. matter who, you know, you know, Allah can stop me doing it or Allah yeah. might open different doors for me. But as a human being, I don't see anyone stopping me going to the destinations that I want to go to. Yeah, and, sure, and yeah. They might throw barriers in the way and do that, but yeah. you know, it's just you know, you know, I'll just yeah. go around it and, and yeah. do something different. So while I was working with the academy, I've, I went down to to do the cover supervising role, and a few years ago, or two years, I've done it and. Yeah. I was going to do that Sheffield Wednesday. You no, know, this is like um, teaching. Um, oh, teaching. So yeah. being supply teacher. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. And if the, literally the the, the agent I was working for threw me into the deepest end in terms yeah. of going to like inner city schools. Yeah. And this is me coming from a coaching background of working with under elevens and tens and nines. Yeah. Now all of a sudden going to a classroom and teaching French. And I don't even speak a word of French. <laughs> to, you know, to year elevens. Yeah. Um, so that was the biggest challenge for me. But the yeah. reason why I've done it is because yeah. I wanted to improve on my people management. Yeah. You know, and I've done two years of that and, and it was really, really hard. Again, I, I didn't need it. Which school was it? Um, was, oh, city. Was it a different city? Or no, it was here. So it was here. So um, some of the schools that I worked to at uh, Fairfield. Supp- yeah, supply. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so I, went, I was at Fairfield for a few months. Um, yeah, I was always in yeah, Sheffield. Yeah, different yeah, schools. So it's, yeah, different secondary schools in Sheffield. Mm. Mainly secondary schools. Yeah. So that was... You know, like turning up in the morning, you get a piece of paper with your schedule on it. Yeah. You know, you for example, you might be coming in at eight o'clock, let's say, and eight fifteen you do restri- registration, and then after that you've got English lesson, and then after next lesson you've got PE lesson, if you're lucky, yeah. and you might then have a, a French lesson, a German lesson, or you might do maths yeah. or science and all that, and all of a sudden you have to adapt and you have to be on your toes. Yeah. But most importantly, you got to make sure. That those kids stay in class and they actually take something away. So it's like a pressure, like you end up. Yeah, yeah, it was, hun- and that and that was the whole purpose. That was the reason that why I've done it, and yeah. I knew that I needed to improve on my people management, and I need to, you know, ultimately I want to become a football manager. Yeah. And in order to, for me to be a football manager, I need to be able to handle people. Yeah, and, stress know, is well. So, yeah, I pressure. thought right. This is it. It's a great example. It's a great list. You know. So I've done it, and I, I honestly, you know, first few weeks I was like, oh, 
you, I, I genuinely used to hate waking up in the morning and going to work. Yeah. I was like, I can't do it. But then again, like you said, um, it's, it's all about where, where you know where do you want to go. You got to put the yeah. work in. And for me, in order for me to get the improvement that I needed. To, to reach my goals in the future, I need to put the work in. Yeah, I remember that conversation. I said if you when I was talking, I was trying to bring your attention to have because it's like yeah, emotional yeah. habits, isn't it? Yeah, like resilient because to have like to deal with pressure, you have to have the emotion, the habit, like it's a habit of emotional resilience. Yeah, okay. Where you know you don't let it knock you. Yeah, off. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's yeah. massive. I think resilience is massive. Yeah. Um, and like you said, it's, it's a habit that you have to keep continuously keep developing yeah. because there will be people around who are going to put barriers in the way. Yeah, and. How, how you react and how you adapt to that is, is, is individual is down to individuals isn't yeah. it um, but like you know I'm not here advising everyone else but it's, for me it's, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah for me it's personally like it's all about trying to, to keep going forward no matter what and going forward for me it's, yeah. it might be different to someone else it might of be course, sideways yeah. step for yeah. someone else do you know what yeah. I mean yeah. But, uh, but yeah as long as, you, as long as you're taking the step forward and, yeah. and you know where you're going I think mm. it's massive um that's good. Yeah. yeah, I was gonna say, and before I move on, I was gonna say, yeah. what about and and how do you deal with difficult parents as a football coach? Oh, <laughs> so it's a, it's a great question. Like we had um, so because you get lots of parents. Yeah, yeah. Everyone. Well, so we play games every Sunday, like similar to a lot of grassroots teams in Sheffield. Um, mm-hmm. so our game, our games program takes us all around, and um, you know, I had two encounters normally. So I'm the lead coach at the moment with the under nines. And I've got obviously experiences. So what happens is with us a lot, we, we move around every year. So work on the 10s, work on the 11s, on the 12s and so on. So this year I'm the lead coach for under nine based on because the parents are not as as nice as everyone else's I've been before. Um, so we play Leicester um, and, and, and it's funny because parents always have to talk to you when your team lose a game. It never, it's never... You never speak to parents, and they never come and speak to you to, as a coach when things are going, you know, rosy and really well. They will come and speak to you when things are bad. Yeah, when <laughs> things gone terribly wrong. Do you know what I mean? It's the last thing you need. The last, you know, you might have the worst day in, in the office, and they come up to you. And you're like, oh, well, I need to have this conversation with this parent. Yeah. And it's been yeah. So on, we played Sunday. We played Hull on Sunday, yeah. um, and a parent came up to me, and he was like, oh, you know. And there's this style of football that everyone plays at the moment. In the, you know, the, the Man City's are playing out from the back. You know, you, from goal kicks, you got to give it to your defenders before you can go to the midfield and so on. And this parent come up to him and he's like, oh, and what he said was valid. And he was like, why do, you, why, why do we give the ball to, to defenders every time? Why do we not just kick it to, to our strikers and midfielders and stuff? And this parent had a conversation with him a few weeks ago when we played Leicester because he was talking about how... Um, um, there's no referees, you know, how come you know, we play on the same side of the pitch? Little things like that, which in the academy set up, you don't, you know, they're in referees most of the time because the two coaches just ref the game because it's not about winning, it's all about player development. So we're talking to this parent and, and he's constantly saying, oh, you know, and I've just lost it then. I was like, right, listen, your son is at Sheffield Wednesday for a reason, right? For him to go to the next level in terms of going to under 10s and under 11s, he needs to do what we ask. What we think as Chef Wednesday, at Chef Wednesday will help him to improve as a player, as an individual, which surely is what you want, right? So if he's playing in the back, then he needs to stay on the ball, take players on. Is he going to lose the ball and we're going to concede? Yes. 100% is going to happen. He's eight years old, right? Mm-hmm. But he's, he, he will learn from that. He might do something different next time. But if we don't give him the opportunity for him to stay on the ball and take players on and to say kick it, well, your son hasn't got the ball anymore. He just kicked it. 
So your service isn't yeah. helping, isn't developing. So if you're being selfish, which you're trying to be, then you got to think about, well, I, I want him to improve. We're perfect because we want him to improve too. We want him to stay on the ball, take players on. Yeah. If he loses it, take the risk away, try something else. And he, he didn't understand it because you come for that grassroots mentality of win at all costs. Yeah. And he was like, oh, but winning counts. It's like, yeah. right, so winning counts for you then. He went, no, 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 for the kids. I went, right, ask him, what was the score two weeks ago when we played Sunderland? Ask him that. He, he wouldn't know. He wouldn't know who was scored. He wouldn't know who... Um, in fact, I'll ask you. And he was like, well, I don't know. I went, so if you don't know, why did the score matter then? Because it was only three weeks ago, two weeks ago. <laughs> yeah. If you don't know what score were, then why are we, why are we having this conversation? Yeah. Because he's got this... And he, he didn't understand it. And even to this day, every time I speak to him, and like, he's, he came on Monday, and yeah, he was constantly like talking to me about coaching. And, and we get that a lot at times, I think especially as young coaches. People, parents will come up to you thinking that you're naive or you don't know what you're doing as a, as a you know, you're just a failed footballer just coaching my son. Well, not really. That, <laughs> that's correct. You know, there's a reason why we coach is because we're not good at football. <laughs> you know, we might play it to little, you know, but you're, yeah. but we put the work in, we put the hours in and we've got the the, 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 the knowledge, I will say, mm. and the experience to make those individuals better, yeah. which is ultimately what we want, all yeah. of us, you know, Teaching, as parents, yeah. coaches, we try and get them to the next level. Yeah. So, yeah, that, I think, yeah. So that was, parent, see, that's what I'm saying, parents have it in it, that's why I know, yeah, yeah. That's when you know you know their habits, they just care about winning. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, why don't you do that? And like, they yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's honestly like, a, yeah, it's a continuous um, conversation, and yeah. I'm, I'm all for communication with parents. Of course, yeah. You know, I think I think it's the best way. Like that parent, yeah. at one point, at one moment in time, he'll 100 percent understand where we're coming from. Well, no, you yeah, know, yeah. I can easily shut him down and say, right, no, right, no, this is what we do. Yeah. You're either with us or you guest or you're not with us. Yeah. You know, communication. But, but I think communication is massive. Habit. With yeah, people of course, anyway. of course, yeah. You know? No, that's what I'm saying. That's like a, you know, communication habits. One of those skills. Yeah. That. If you develop it, it don't matter in every walk of life, like a good communication habit with your kids, your spouse, or like you said, if you're a coach yeah. and or a teacher, parents or whatever, or even if you're a, like a company manager or leader, yeah, communication yeah. is a beautiful habit. It's, it's a powerful habit. I, I think I agree. <laughs> yeah. I think I think it's massive. I think it it just if you communicate with people, it just yeah. gets you into the uh, you know where people stand. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't have to think about what you're thinking. You know, that parent could stand yeah. there. And, and, and be asking himself so many questions. I like the fact that he came and actually trying to challenge my views yeah. as a coach or other, you know, values yeah. as, a, as an organisation. Yeah. But ultimately, he hasn't got the experience that we've got. Course, you know, yeah. I've seen this age group three times in a row now. It's my fourth, fifth year at the academy. Yeah. Um, three years I worked with under nines. Um, and then I worked with the, one year with under tens and another year with under 11. So I... I I, I think I'm, I know enough just working with those age groups, you yeah. know, plus the, you know, that I'm working with, with kids every day at school and, yeah. and working yeah, with different Yeah, of course, you've got knowledge and information yeah, so, and experience yeah, that, that yeah. obviously they don't know, and yeah. yeah, as a parent. Well, it's good to communicate. Like and also, said. like you said, another point was that they watch the TV, you know, like when you watch TV, you're like, yeah, they watch the men see and then they think that like everyone should play like this. Oh, like, why it's a massive do thing. That? It's a massive yeah. thing. And, and, and the ultimate goal is, is and this is another thing that, you know, we always talk about us as coaches as well. Is is the game at under nines isn't the game for you know it's not men's football. It's not like a miniature eleven v eleven. Yeah, yeah. It's it's the game for under for under nine. Those that under nine kid, his mentality is different. His mindset is completely different to what a men uh, you know men's football or under sixteen under eighteen think. Yeah. 
Yeah. You know, plus they haven't got the football experience. So they are going to make mistakes. And us as adults might look at, huh? How's he done that? Why has he kicked it away? Or why has he not passed to that player? But because your perception, your perception to being in that situation has mm. been developed for, because you've been there longer. Yeah. This kid's de- perception hasn't been developed. He's probably seen that picture twice, Max. Yeah. So he needs to see it enough in order to know what he's going to do next. Yeah. Now, whereas us as adults, we've probably seen that 400 times. We know what's going to happen where <laughs> yeah. you should pass the ball to. Yeah. So it's, it's massive. That's good, yeah. Another thing before, Ian, how would you describe your coaching style? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think I will try, um, I'll probably will say... Um, do you consciously work on it? Do you like keeping in mind that's what yeah, you know, like yeah, a particular yeah. so, coach? Or, is yeah. there any coaches like that? Say like, uh, what's his name? Um like club or you look at some football coach and think yeah I like that style but do oh, you like my favourite like if you're talking about my favourite managers or people mm. that I would like to 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 not copy but people that I admire it's, more yeah, is Marcelo Bielsa um, love the fact that his players work hard out of position like yeah. if I was going to create a team of men's football yeah. I think they would be like the, yeah. the Marcelo Bielsa way of out of possession when you haven't got the ball run really hard mm. in possession is all about transition and making sure we're super fast We've got the ball and ex- and and, and express expressing on the being expressive on the ball. Yeah. Um. But for an under nine or under ten, yeah. it's different. You know. Yeah, of course. Yeah. You know, for me, at under nine, I like the players to be technical. All the coaches know my biases as a, as a, as, a, as a as a football because I like my technical players. You yeah. know, if, if you have got a bit of skill or a bit of technique, te- uh, technical capability, I'm I'm all for it. Yeah. You know I mean, I'm like this player that is a baller. I like yeah. him. You know. <laughs> so you like technical aspects. Yeah, but I'm a big fan. Like I said, see, I'm also oh. a big fan of the our position. Yeah. Do whatever you want on the ball. Energetic, and, yeah. Energetic, sure energetic player yourself, yeah. Yeah, I think so. I think yeah. a little bit of that. I don't know yeah. how, how people would describe me, yeah. but I like to. I think you know, I'm, people might say, "Nah, it is a run." Yeah. But you know, and I think other people might say it different, yeah. but. How do you see you? That's what I'm saying. What's How do I see myself? Yeah. My head? Yeah. <laughs> I don't, I don't, yeah. I don't know. I really don't. I like to shoot a lot. Yeah. You know, when I play five a side and I think our, like, our possession, I like to hard work hard. I don't, I don't like, you know, I need to practice what I preach. Yeah. Oh, so yeah, yeah that's so, what I'm saying. So that's your style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So. I think you'll be advised with that side <laughs> a bit. But yeah. Um, yeah. But, but like you said though, I think one thing I always say to my players mm. is, and again, linking to some linking to the psychology side of it. So I've got a mentor called Sally Needham and um, I'm a big fan of what she does in, in, in this. We had that conversation before, didn't yeah. we, with that she, woman? She, she's she's a Sheffield United now, yeah. Psychologist. Yeah, is she at where? Sheffield United. She's oh, where, she was at Wednesday. With uh, no, she was with the FA. So she, she went from with the FA and yeah. she was closely working with me in, in my, with my course. So she's a sports psychologist. Yeah, she's sports psychologist. She's now yeah. at Sheffield United um, mm. and she's massively into the... Um, Trial brain development, yeah. Um, understanding kids' brains and how they think and yeah. what makes them tick, um, which is a massive area, yeah. And is an area that I I believe that I need to improve on as yeah. a coach. And I think a lot of coaches will say the same thing. Uh, but one thing that she said to me were, look, mm. um, think just talk, constantly talk to the players. And I was talking to another lad and I said, look, these are my two words that I always use. Okay, whatever you choose, two C's, whatever you choose. On the ball, off the ball, just commit to it, right? Yeah, so two C's, so choice and commitment. So yeah, that's a good yeah, thing. Your choice, yeah, you know, and then commitment. So whatever, whatever you think, whatever you think is correct, just do it and commit to it. Yeah. And if, if if it's wrong, we can come and help you. And I'm not saying yeah. wrong, but I think I think if it's yeah. not the right decision, 
you can learn from it. Yeah, you can learn from it. And the coach can lead you on. And, you know, you can get the support that you need to improve. Yeah. If you don't commit to it, then we don't know if you're actually meant to, if you've seen that pass or if you decide to do this or do, you know, if you did that. Because so sometimes... Two, two C's, yeah. Yeah, two C's I call them, yeah. They, good, yeah. And they know, you know, because I'm constantly telling them and constantly like... So if you make a choice... Yeah. Because like in football, it's like, because it's like anything in life, when you're playing football and you, you've got like, you've got so many options and then you've got to try to make the best decision or choice. So you're saying whatever choice you make yeah. commit to that yeah. so for example yeah, we can say right so it might be let's just say there might be 3v1 yeah. right so it might be one defender yeah. three three players yeah. one player's got the ball yeah. two players are free right yeah. the player on the ball has yeah. decisions to make yeah. when does he release the ball and how does he and what is who does he pass the ball to let's yeah. just say if he doesn't think of that if his, his, his decision is blurred yeah. then he'll get caught on the ball and he'll get tackled. He makes yeah, it, it'll yeah. be a 1v1. So, so forget those two players, it'll be a 1v1. <laughs> what I'm saying is, yeah. is you got to select your choice yeah. and you need, so I'm going to pass the ball to the player on my right, right? Now, the player on the right might not be the right option. Yeah. The player on the left might be closer to the goal. Yeah. But if you play it to the player on the right yeah. and you commit to it, yeah. then we can say, right, fine, now we can help it, right? Let's just say, you know, Adam, for example. Adam, right, did you see the player on the left? was in you know 20 yard space no I didn't well what do you think you need to do next time to be able to see it yeah. I need to get my head up so I can, I can get my eyes up and scan early yeah. perfect there's your coaching points let's do it yeah yeah right you know you know what you remind me like I, you know I'm interested in like obviously the habits of the mind yeah so to create the habits of the mind or thinking habits or habits of thought whatever what you want to do yeah or is it mm. self-talk or whatever yeah yeah that's what I'm saying like it's like Quick four, and it's like a speed of four. Yeah, yeah. And then the, the football's like a, you know the intelligent players are like they got a speed of four. Yeah, yeah. And then the behavior is instinctive. They, you got that. They call, they call it, it um, perception, action, coupling. What's it called? Like perception, perception action, coupling, and um, perception. I, I write um, it down. I write it down. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> well, you have to, I think you have to research a little bit more. Yeah, on that. I, what know, I Perception, from that, perception, action, coupling, um, action. Action cobbling. Yeah. Yeah, it's cobbling like yeah. yeah, so basically, mm. me you mm. could be on this pitch, right, on the same spot and see completely two different, course, three different, yeah. different yeah. options. Yeah. And that's based on because of our football history, so what we've done before. Yeah. Right? Habits, you know, yeah. habits of But mind, also yeah. how we think of the game. Yeah. So, so it's all about, right, okay, now yeah. I can see that guy, so we'll play on the right. Yeah. But... And, you know, I can see the player on the left as well. Yeah. Right? And I know how to pass the ball or, or in the air, on the floor, I might curl it around yeah. because I've done it so many times. Yeah. Um, so that that is is, is is something that I try and refer to as well. Um, yeah. Because it's like, it's like, but that comes with experience where you build what? up enough knowledge in it to know you've got to make a lot of mistakes, bad mistakes. And like even now, that point, that was a great point where you said to that kid, you said, did you see so-and-so Adam who's on the left? Yeah. And he says, no, he didn't. There was a guy who's open. Yeah. And then you say, what are you going to do next time? And then you say, oh, we're next. Then the cat, if that kid was aware, he would say, obviously, and keep my head up yeah. and look. Yeah. And then yeah. instinctively, over weeks, months of doing that, yeah. it becomes a habit, innit? Yeah. Uh, you know me, I used to dream of doing a football as well, you yeah, know? Right. All right, then. <laughs> <laughs> yes. If you ask me, if you ask me when I was a kid, what did you want to be? Yeah. I, I, footballer. Footballer, mate. <laughs> I think we all. I think we all had that. Yeah, yeah. But I used to, and I used to train, 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 and also long distance. My teach, my PE teacher, right. yeah, she used to say go long distance because I was more better 
long distance. It's funny like, you said no that. Like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I wasn't. I was not. In, I was. If when I look now, I realize that was more of my. I would. Pro, I would probably more better closer to being a long distance. Probably Than more a child. Yeah. <laughs> You know, it's funny. I had the... Um, so, in school, yeah. we used to have houses, right? Yeah. So, I think we had a fire, air, earth, and, and water, right? Yeah. I was how I was water. And we have to do... Water. Honestly, yeah, on a sports day, we have to do these different sports, right? Yeah. And they got me to do 1,500. I hate... Like, even to this day, I, I could play football for so long, right? Yeah. I hate running. Yeah. I honestly just... I hate... I call it dry running. Yeah. You know, when there's no purpose to it. Yeah. I, I, don't, I, I honestly don't know how people just run, right? Yeah. So, so I didn't know how long this distance... Even though it says 1,500. I didn't know how... Yeah, yeah. I didn't know how long this was going to be, right? <laughs> yeah. So, we go to this EIS place, which is like, I think, a smaller track. Hmm. Seven and a half laps. Yeah. Right? I thought it's done after four. So, I'm there jogging. I'm like... People are still going past me, right? I was like, oh, are you kidding? So I was just, and it's the worst, you know, like, it's the, when you're doing competitions, the worst part is where we don't know when you're going to finish yeah. because you don't know when to sprint, when to, how, you know, tactically, how, you, yeah. how you're going to do it. And I remember I finished, I think I finished third or fourth. Yeah. And people that I were quicker and stronger in terms of running were better going past me. Yeah. And I was like, this is not for me. I'm not doing this again. And that was my, I think this is maybe year eight or year nine. Yeah. That was the last time I did some long distance running. I was like, I can't do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. It's not for me that, it's you like, know, I stick to my football so and running. Going back to that point, like when I realised now, I look, I was more better at long distance yeah. than, I, than I was football. But yeah. my passion was more into football. Football, so, yeah. And I used to train, train, train. I never think I would, And then I used to read magazines, books, yeah, yeah, to yeah, try yeah. to improve, right? Okay. And to, obviously to get better. And my stamina, my strength was my stamina. Right. And so what I, what, that's when I realised over the years, to go back to the habits things I was saying, I realised that now when I'm watching football, yeah. it's like now, and then I used to be a crazy Liverpool fan, but now right. I'm a crazy human, human student. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> human yeah. Habit guy. yeah, yeah. And so I watch only highlights. So the other day I was watching in Leeds, highlights on YouTube. Yeah. I was watching the highlights on... Leeds, it was Leeds, and I think Wolves. Anyway, I was just I was, football. Yeah, yeah. I, I like watching when I now when I watch football, I actually the only ones found when I watch football, I'm more watching it from the psychology and decision making. So there was a player, and Leeds player, he put him through, and there was the Brazilian. What's his name? Brazilian player. Rafinha. Yeah. He Anyway, he done a great pass, yeah. and he made a run, and then he was at the penalty box, right. and this guy who we passed on the left hand side. Sh- just shot he took a shot and he and that Rafinha player was screaming was like you know his body language was like, Come on, like give me yeah, the ball, because yeah. or if he would have squared it back to the penalty spot he would have had a tapping yeah. or not a tapping but he would have had a more shot yeah. so when I was looking at when I was watching that game I was analysing obviously from my psychology stuff and, yeah, 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 and yeah. I'm thinking well if he look if he made the, he made the wrong decision and the bad choice, like going back to that. that's what I was thinking. Yeah. I was thinking if he, if only. So when I looked, I thought, look, if this guy's got good self awareness, next time he will look. But he was so eager to shoot. I suppose maybe you know going to your seas. Yeah. If you look at it from your seat, maybe you would say he made the choice and he was committed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now when I look at it from your seat, yeah. I would say he was he from the moment he got that pass. He already be. committed that he was going to shoot. <laughs> so if you were looking at it, I think you would have said, no, nah, great. Yeah. And then if you would have said, did you see Rafinha on the pen? He would have said, no. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so well, so that's why I'm saying, you know, when I look, when I'm watching football now, even my kids will tell you, when I watch football, I actually watch the analysing aspects. You know, like I will listen to what the coaches 
and the players are saying because I'm interested in psychology so I'm thinking in the speed of thought and the behavior like how they you know what I mean I think you've reached the level of like a lot of scouts say that and a lot yeah. of uh, a lot of coaches especially when they're scouting it actually and a lot of coaches say the same thing yeah. they don't watch the game as, as a normal fan like my when I watch my United and yeah. I tell this to everyone yeah. when I when I watch my United I don't watch them as, as a coach or as a you know as a as a scout, yeah. I watch him as a fan. Yeah, like, so you're I'm, passionate. I'm for... literally passionate for my United. Yeah. Like I've, I've got no interest in, in who the passed the ball, yeah. whatever, or <laughs> what should. Have, no, I'm literally behind. I'm literally. You're just a fan. watching the game. Yeah, yeah, I'm watching the game. I'll switch stuff. Yeah, right? but when I'm watching like other games, and I got invited to watch Sheffield United their first championship game against Birmingham this season. Yeah, yeah this season. And again, I was just watching. I wasn't watching the game. I was literally like Analyzing looking at that, players. Yeah. What is he doing when he gets the ball? What is he doing as he gets the ball and after it? Yeah. You know what? What does that player do? What's their formation? What's their setup like? Yeah. You know what are they doing? Because I think Birmingham were playing. I might be wrong, but I think Birmingham were playing three five two, and Sheffield United were playing four two three one, um, and it was interesting. Like because they were looking to overload on one side of the pitch, and I remember telling the the lad who invited me to come down. It's like they play. They constantly. Overload on the right side of the pitch because the Sheffield United um, left winger, he, he was he was up because they keep attacking. So he's like attacking man a defender, yeah. and they were just constantly overloading them and playing one two around them. And like, come on, yeah. That's the problem. Is he going to change it? And funny enough, the coaches still didn't change it, and they ended up losing the game. Okay, um, yeah. So you the, spotted that. That's yeah, but well, I spotted that. I will say mm. whether I would do different. Is a different matter, like yeah. you know what I mean, you know. But no, but yeah, so when you're watching this game, you you got your coaching, yeah, yeah, you got I, your coaching hat on, basically. Yeah, hundred percent, like <laughs> always. I watch a lot of games, even grassroots, and even like you know, watching the Sheffield Town whenever when my mates are playing and whatever, and I go yeah. down and watch them, and like, yeah. And one thing, one thing you, one thing you always find out is when you go and work in a, a so-called elite environment, yeah, and you go and watch. You know the non leagues or grassroots teams. Yeah. You always expect them to do better and do this and do that. Yeah. That's the little bit I'm still struggling with. Is like, it because the standard yeah, is because, so high? Because I know where the standard is like up here. Yeah. So you know, some like some of the lads were telling me the other day, a player was doing really well. I was like, they're like they say they're talking to me like he's the next big thing. Yeah. And I'm like, well, I, <laughs> I, I see this every day. Like, yeah. he's, if he comes to our environment, he won't be. Because, you know, your mindset is so high. The standards on your mindset mm. is so, in like, right up there in the sky because of, obviously, working in the mm. elite academy, the, the standard. And when you come down to that, yeah. the lower level, the other people, they can... It's like what you're saying about the perception because everybody sees... You know, when I look, think, I used to think I was a great player, mm. but I now realise I was an okay player. <laughs> 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 my teachers yeah. that, my teachers also saw I was an okay player yeah. and that's why I always say to people there's three things that's extremely hard metal diamond and to know yourself <laughs> brilliant <laughs> and, and the Somalians they say it's not how you know yourself but how, how you are known know yeah. <laughs> so I realised my teachers yeah. my PE teachers and and football coach, they realized I was an okay player. Yeah. I thought I was great. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's a good mindset I, to have. Though. If I would, if I yeah, but it's you know what I want to you know it's good to it's good to have that belief that like to be feeling great. But the thing is, becomes delusional <laughs> <laughs> if you think that's the only way. Yeah. Now yeah. I realized, I realized, had I known what I now know, I would have made improvement. <laughs> 
in my class when yeah. you come to the class definitely yeah. i would say i was the best in my class yeah, yeah. you know what i mean yeah, yeah, yeah. but there'll be another free lads who if they listen yeah. they would if they were here now they would argue <laughs> But I always say, chokingly say, I know because whenever it was PE time, all the girls used to say, "Can we go with Brian's team?" Then, <laughs> so because they wanted to be yeah. on the winning team. Yeah, yeah, that's how you know you're doing well. That's how I yeah, knew. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but 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 when it came to in the school, in the whole school, yeah, there were definitely like I was not. There was definitely other players in different classes and who were much better than me. Yeah, and also in the football team that I played, two teams that I played for. Alhamdulillah Rabbil Alameen Guys And that's it For today's episode Inshallah We'll continue With our conversation With Coach Abdurrahman In next week's episode Inshallah And please do remember That the habits of the heart Habits of the mind Habits of the soul And the habits of the body Do matter They shape our existence And our future In this life And the year after And you don't decide Your future You decide your habits and your habits will decide your future. Please always keep that in mind. And please, if you find this beneficial, do me a favor and share it with family and friends. And until the next episode, inshallah, take care. And I wish you success in this life and the hereafter. And I ask Allah to give us all. Rabbina atina fi dunya hasanatan wa fil akhirat hasanatan wa qina adhaab al-nar. Oh Allah, give us good in this life and the hereafter. Safeguard us from the punishment of the hellfire. Ameen. السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته